7 Sivan, Zion Sivan, Tzadik, his praise, 373. He once spoke about the achievements of the Baal Shem Tov and some other tzaddikim. He said they had undoubtedly succeeded in improving the world. However, after they left this world, the effects of their work did not endure. The illumination and arousal they evoked in their students did not endure to succeeding generations. What was needed, he said, was to achieve something that would last forever. On another occasion, he spoke in a similar vein, saying it was necessary to leave pupils who would have pupils of their own, and they in turn would have their pupils, and so on. This way, the movement would gain momentum and continue growing from generation to generation. 374. Someone told me, the Rebbe said, he did not attach such importance to his own exalted perceptions. The main thing was when he managed to communicate something to others. All the worlds, from the highest to the lowest, depended on the words he spoke in public. 375. One night we stood around him for a long time discussing many of the different teachings he had revealed. Today they have all been published, but at that time his books had still not been printed. I myself mentioned a number of different lessons he had given, praising their amazing freshness and originality, and indeed everything he taught was a complete innovation in its own right, stirring the soul with its sweetness and freshness. The conversation went on for quite a time. The following morning, I went with him on a journey he had to make. He said, Yesterday we laid out our merchandise and put it in order. Thank God it is very good merchandise indeed. How excellent it would be if this shop had a first-class assistant who could arrange all the stock tidily, folding each piece and putting it in its right place with the edge facing outwards, just like professional shop assistants do. They fold the stock neatly, leaving just a little piece sticking out so the customers can immediately see what beautiful stock there is as soon as they enter the store. The moment someone comes in to buy something, the assistant can immediately put his hands on just what the customer needs and quickly spread it out in front of him. This way, he can immediately show him the splendor and glory of this excellent wisdom. His wisdom, 151. This was true of every single story. It was also true of many lessons that the Rebbe revealed when it was not a regular time for followers to come together to be with him. In all this, we saw the awesomeness of God and the greatness of the tzaddik, for whom everything in the world is Torah and a revelation of godliness. But above all, we saw this in the tale of the seven beggars. This story contains wondrous, awesome concepts without end. With some perception, you can see it for yourself. Read this story carefully. If you truly open your eyes and heart, you yourself will see the lofty teachings in each of the beggars' stories. Look carefully, and you will also see the unique holiness of each of the seven beggars, and what each said he achieved. The blind beggar boasts that he does not look upon anything in this world, and is therefore literally blind to all worldly things. The deaf beggar cannot hear any worldly sounds. The same is true of all the beggars. Read the story carefully. Every word opens new doors, shedding light on a host of fascinating worlds. Our limited intellect may not be capable of comprehending it all, but even what we can understand is remarkable. Then remember that this entire revelation came about through an anecdote dealing with worldly affairs. God was with us and revealed all this so that it should be good for us and our children forever. The Rebbe said, It is best to not even hint at the mysteries contained in the stories, for when something is completely hidden, it can accomplish the most. Still, 
The Rebbe revealed some of the mysteries contained in his tales in order for people to realize that they contain the hidden wonders. Book. Advice. A. 6. When your friends won't help you, clearly there is no advice that will help you. 7. When you help other Jews, the advice you receive will be beneficial. 8. Counsel is best taken in open fields. 9. He who follows his wife's advice in religious matters will descend into hell. 10. Seek spiritual advice only from a man and not from a woman. Arrogance. A. 1. One who turns arrogant clearly sinned on purpose in the past. 2. Anger brings to arrogance. 3. An arrogant person will not accept rebuke. 4. Arrogance hardens a person's heart, and clearly he has yet to rectify his ancestors' sins. 1. Lesson number 149. I will rise at midnight to thank you. Psalms 119.62 1. Rising at midnight for Torah study and prayer effects a mitigation of strict judgment and is just as efficacious as a redemption given to a tzaddik. 2. Midnight is always six hours after nightfall, both in summer and winter. Then begins the time for reciting Tikkun Chatzot, the midnight lament, and this period extends until the end of the second watch of the night, in other words, for a period of two hours. In the morning, it is good to gaze at the sky. By doing so, one draws holy knowledge. See Zohar 2, 57. Lesson number 150. 1. When Joseph was tempted by Potiphar's wife in Egypt, he saw the visage of his father, Sota 36b, Tanchuma Vayeshev. How this visage appeared to Joseph is something very mysterious, for Jacob certainly did not know about it, meaning about the fact that Joseph was being tempted, since he thought that Joseph had been devoured by a wild animal. Moreover, the enormous difficulty of this test for Joseph, in spite of the fact that he saw his father's visage, is also something which is mysterious and hidden from man. Lesson number 151 1. An efficacious practice for conceiving surviving offspring is for both the man and his wife to recite the chapter On the Days of Your New Moon, Numbers 28, 11-15, prior to marital relations. Similarly, when a child is ill, God forbid, the man and his wife should also recite the same stories. The Master of Prayer after this, they all set out to seek the king and the other ones. They traveled and finally came to a land, asking, Who is your king? The people answered that their king was a yearling. This was the faction that had chosen for themselves as king a person who had an abundance of food and who did not eat the food of other people. They had temporarily accepted a wealthy man as king. But later they had discovered a person sitting in a sea of milk, and this was very good in their eyes. All his life this person had been nourished by the milk, and therefore he was not sustained by the food of the rest of the world. The people therefore accepted him as king. They called him the yearling, since he was nursed by milk like a one-year-old child. They understood that this was the lost child, and they asked to meet with him. He was asked, and they were granted an audience. When they went in, they recognized one another. The infant who had become king recognized them even though he had been a tiny infant when he was separated from them. Still, he had possessed a high intelligence from the time of his birth, having been born with a fully developed intellect. He was therefore able to recognize them. They certainly recognized him, and there was awesome joy. 
but they still wept, since they still did not know anything about the king and queen. How did you get here? they asked him. He replied that the great hurricane had snatched him up and carried him someplace. He sustained himself with whatever he could find in any way possible. Finally, he came to a sea of milk, and he understood that this milk was certainly from his mother. She had become engorged with this milk, and it had produced this sea. He had sat in that sea of milk and had sustained himself with it until the people of this land had come and taken him as their king. Nussin's Letters Year 1 Letter number 171 In more recent years, as is well known, the same thing has also happened with the Rav of Balfour, who waned at the end of his life. He succumbed to a test, and after failing, he abandoned religion. With what can I come before God, after all the good He has bestowed upon me, that I have been able to escape this? May He not abandon me, even in my old age, so that until my soul leaves me, I will speak of His might among true Breslaver Hasidim, who are attached and close to His holy name of blessed memory. For the tester of hearts knows that our holy Rebbe of blessed memory guides us on the straight, true path in purity and simplicity, with amazing wisdom and with advice of great depth, to adamantly hold our ground always and to fulfill all the words of the written and oral Torah as explained in his holy books. For he speaks in them about all the commandments, all the character traits, and all the pathways of holiness in a way awesome in its truth. I will not go on about this now. What can I say? As you know, I have already spoken at length about how the entire world is full of suffering and pain. For man was born to suffer. His days are short and full of pain, as I have already spoken about extensively. Through all the places I have traveled here, there is not a word about our controversy. Nonetheless, everyone is full of pain, troubles, suffering, and worry, and is under stress about their livelihood, Mitanagdim and our comrades alike. What do all the poor and destitute do in towns where they do not distribute flour, where there is no allocation at all? They are all still there and alive. Who would think that after all the talks I have had with you, that their cutting off the flour allocation from the poor would constitute any test at all? I am quite sure that anyone with even a small amount of intelligence is without a doubt adamantly holding his ground, and for him it is no test at all. There may be some fools who have lost their minds. May God have mercy on them and bring them back to the Rib truth. Nussin's Letters, Year 2 Letter number 414 With thanks to God, Monday, Truma, 5603, Uman Greetings to my beloved son, the learned Rabbi Yitzchak, may he live, along with all his children, may they live. I received your letters, specifically the letter with the two sample pages. How great are God's kindnesses! If my mouth were filled as the sea with song, I still could not thank him enough. There is no time now to elaborate on this. Regarding your own situation, I have already written you a great deal, and at the moment I have nothing at all to say about it. My sons, may they live, as well as our comrades, are eager to return home, and I hope to God that we will soon be getting together anyway. Then, face to face, we will speak the words that God sends us, and you will know anew that God is great, and highly to be praised. His greatness is unfathomable, and we know nothing at all. Look, we are now witnessing new wonders in connection with our business. By this alone, one ought to understand how great and beyond description are God's kindnesses and wonders, if, nonetheless, each person is still being relentlessly assailed. Well, 
By this we can see the greatness of the fashioner of creation all the more, and that he granted such power to free will. But we already know that the measure of good is greater, and that you are forever on high, God, meaning you always have the upper hand. His kindness to us has been abundant. The words of your father who prays for you, Nastan Shimon Rabbi Ezra bereid the Rabbi Avtulas, Rabbi Azaria de Kfarchanan, Rabbi Azaria bar Rabbi Sima, Rabbi Ila, Rabbi Ilaa, Rav Ilash, Rav Ina, Rav Ina Sava, Ifa, Rav Amram, Rav Amram bereid Rabbi Shimon bar Abba, Rav Amram Chasida, Rav Anan, Rav Anan bar Tachlifa, Rav Anan bar Chia, Rav Anan bar Rava, Rav Anan bar Yosef, Anini bar Nachshon, Anani bar Sason, Akavia ben Mahalalel, Akavia, Rav Yirmiya Akavia, Rav Akavia, Rabbi Akiva ben Yosef, the main person of the ten martyrs, Rabbi Akiva ben Dosa, Rav Akiva Amora, Akilas Hager. Names of Tanoim and Amoraim, Pei, Rabbi Pada, Bar Pada, Rabbi Pedaya, Rabbi Pedat Hazakain, Rabbi Pedat ben Rabbi Elazar ben Pedat, Puga Shama'i de Rabbi Yosei bar Hanina, Rabbi Pazi ben Pazi, Ben Patiri, Palife Bar Peruta, Palatia Denaya, Palation Ishromi, Palimo, Rabbi Panda, Pinchas Ishhabra or Ishhabira, Rabbi Pinchas Ben Aruva, Rabbi Pinchas Ben Yair, Pinchas Achiv Shel Shmuel Hakohen, Rabbi Pinchas Barchama, Rabbi Pinchas Hakohen, Rabbi Pinchas Berav Chista, Rav Pinchas Berav Mari, Rabbi Pinchas Bereder of Ami, Rav Pinchas Bar Hanania, Rabbi Pinchas Bar Zakai, Rabbi Pinchas Ben Levi, Rabbi Pinchas Diyafo, Pinchas ben Gavta, Rabbi Pinchas Pinkai, Rabbi of Rav Yochanan ben Nervai, Rav Papa Sava, Rav Papa bar Chanan mi Beit Sluchit, Rav Papa bar Shmuel, Rav Papa Breder of Acha bar Ada, Rav Papa bar Nachman, Rav Papa Breder of Yosef, Rabbi Papa bar Abba, Rav Papa bar Yaakov, Papus ben Yehuda, Papus Chvero Shalulianus, Rav Papi, Rabbi Papi Hasheni, Rabbi Papayas bar Pika, Rabbi Pruzdira bar Nachsha, Rabbi Parta bar Rabbi Elazar ben Parta ben Benoshal Rabbi Parta Hagadol, Rabbi Parguri di Kisrin, Rabbi Purida, Rabbi Perira, Rabbi Parna, Rabbi Parnach, Pishbisha, Patachia al prayers, two. Prayer number four, Lukutemo Haran two, four. By means of this, may we draw down great abundance, a good comfortable income without any toil or work at all, with you alone supporting us. May we not need to engage in any work, craft, or business, and never have to give a thought to earning a living, as in your great kindness you give us life and all that we need. May our work be done by others, so that the verse be realized in us, foreigners will stand and graze your sheep, and children of foreigners will be your plowmen and your vine dressers, and you will be called the priests of Hashem and described as the servants of our God. You know how many needs we have, even our bare necessities are many, food and drink, clothing and a home, and necessities for mitzvot, such as giving charity, engaging in kind deeds, paying school tuition, and so forth. So many that a person might spend his entire life attending to his necessities alone, heaven forbid. Please, Hashem, guard and rescue me from this. Help me always give a great deal of charity, until in that merit I draw great kindness unto myself. May the verse be realized, the world is built on kindness. May the world be maintained in your kindness alone, without any arousal from below, so that we will not need to engage in any work, craft, or business to earn a living. 
Just as you created your world in your beneficent kindness alone, without any arousal from below, pour your kindness onto us and give us all our income and all that we need directly from you, without our having to perform any deeds at all. May we be free from all work and engage only in learning Torah, praying, performing mitzvot, and doing good deeds. May we not toil in vain and not give birth to confusion. Everything functions according to God's will. May we truly be in accordance with your good will and reveal your will in the world and greatly strengthen our faith in your will and nullify all doubts. May the forehead of the serpent have no power to cast any doubt on your will, heaven forbid. May everyone, from small to great, know you. May everyone recognize the power of your sovereignty. May everyone know, strongly and properly, without any doubt whatsoever, that everything functions only in accordance with the will of the Creator of all. May your name be blessed forever. According to His will, He acts with the hosts of heaven and with those who dwell on the earth. And no one will come and protest and say to Him, What are you doing? In your vast compassion, have compassion on all the souls of your nation, the house of Israel, who have already fallen and are trapped in the evil and bitter net of the doctrine of nature. Bring them forth to peace. In your vast compassion, shine the light of your will upon them. Whatever their situation May they know the truth, that there is no necessary imposition of nature at all, but that everything functions according to your holy will alone. May they escape the trap and come to peace. From now on, have compassion on us and on our children, and on your entire nation, the Jewish people. Guard us and rescue us all, so that not one Jew will be trapped in the doctrine of nature, heaven forbid. We have no one on whom to rely except our Father in heaven. As the verse states, let Israel declare, had Hashem not been for us, had Hashem not been for us when men arose against us, then they would have swallowed us alive in the wrath of their anger against us. Then the water would have washed over us, illness would have passed over our lives, then the stormy waters would have passed over us. Blessed is Hashem, who did not make us a prey for their teeth. Our soul escaped like a bird from the hunter's snare. The snare broke, and we fled. Our help is in the name of Hashem, maker of heaven and earth. Help us because we have relied on you. We do not know what to do. And so our eyes are turned to you. Healing for all disease. In your vast compassion, draw complete healing for all of our diseases, for all of our pains and wounds. Heal all the wounds of your nation, the Jewish people, with every rectification that heals them physically and spiritually. In the merit and power of our charity, have compassion on all the sick of your nation, the Jewish people, upon whom you sent your wounds because of our many sins. Help them so that the mouth of each wound will be opened and draw forth and remove all of the infection, the harmful suppuration, and the contaminated spoiled blood from the wounds of your nation, the Jewish people. In the merit of the true tzaddikim, the holy elders, who acquired true wisdom, and in the merit of the holiness of the three festivals, appointed times of Hashem calling out of holiness, which proclaim and reveal your will, may we purify and cleanse our blood so that it circulates properly with great swiftness, as is truly fitting for it, in all our 248 limbs and 365 sinews. Draw your great kindness onto us so that the mouths of all the wounds will be closed, so that all of us and all of your nation, the house of Israel, will attain complete healing from heaven for all our wounds. We do not rely on any remedy or natural cause at all. 
We rely on you alone, and we hope and look to your remedies. You are the healer of those whose hearts are shattered, you who bind their sorrows. Please, heal all our wounds on all levels, physical and spiritual, for you are the faithful and compassionate God, King, and Healer. You are filled with compassion. You plant charity, cause salvation to sprout, and create healing. Treat us charitably for the sake of your name, and compassionately fulfill all our requests for the good. You who perform charity with all flesh and spirit, do not recompense us in accordance with our evil. Help us and save us in the merit of the true tzaddikim. In their merit and their power, draw down and shine onto us the illumination of your supernal ultimate will a strong will to serve God. May we connect all wills in the world to the root of will until all of us believe with complete, strong, and proper faith that everything is in accordance with your will alone. May we always yearn, long, and pine for your great name and always long to serve you with a truly powerful, strong, and firm will in accordance with your good will all the days of our lives forever and ever. May we reach great joy and intense gladness by means of our strong will and by truly yearning for your great name. Always draw the joy of the holy festivals onto us. May we always be joyful and serve you in truth, with fear, love, joy, and gladness. May the verse quickly be realized in us. They rejoice in your name the whole day, and they are exalted in your righteousness, because you are the glory of their strength. In accordance with your desire, our horn is raised, because Hashem is our shield, and the Holy One of Israel is our King. Please, have pity and mercy on us. In your vast compassion, help us quickly attain all that we have asked of you. With your charity, rescue me and redeem me. Extend your ear to me and save me. And I will constantly hope and add to all of your praise. My mouth will tell of your righteousness all the day your salvation. For I do not know their number. I will come with the mighty deeds of Hashem. God, I will mention your righteousness alone. God, you have taught me from my youth, and until now I will tell your wonders. Even until old age and white hair, God, do not abandon me until I will tell of your strength, your might, to the generation, to everyone who comes. And your charity, God, which is up to the heights, for you do great things. God, who is like you? You showed me many and evil troubles. You will revive me again, and from the depths of the earth you will again raise me. You will increase my greatness and console me. I too will thank you with a stringed instrument for your truth, my God. I will make music to you with a harp, Holy One of Israel. My lips will sing praises when I make music for you and my soul which you redeemed. Also, my tongue will utter your righteousness all the days because those who seek my evil have been shamed. Yes, they have been disgraced. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing before you, Hashem, my rock and my Redeemer.